halfway there. You either got less hair or more coming out everywhere. Getting more deaf, worrying about death. All the tires you got are spare. Unexplained coffin while choosing your coffin. Getting some laughs in and choking on taffy. Squeaking more than a dolphin. Rolling at the kids, soiling undies with skids. Wondering if we fucked it up, can we still make the mic drop? Genexing, texting, vexing, exiting. But not yet, not yet. We're just halfway there. Halfway there. Hi, this is Camilo Fantasia. Hi, this is Jenny Tare. Hi, this is Kim Gaynor, and welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Hello, everyone. Hola. What a week. What a week. I'm going to be yelling this entire podcast because I don't have my recording uh, equipment. So this one for the back row. Oh, my. Uh, Practicing for when the the um, hearing aids finally come out <laughs> tomorrow. So you can hmm. be you can be the perfect American tourist now. Yeah. Do they all yell? I I think yeah, I think it's numbers. improved, but I think the classic stereotype uh, right. is that say it maybe if you say it louder in English in a foreign country. Yeah, will come across better than when you. Oh my God! Look world. at that, Marge. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the cool. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Is that a new anchovy on my pizza? Right. Waiter, waiter! I can't have an anchovy on my pizza. Excuse, Signora Codice. I can't have an anchovy on my pizza. Exactly. Oh my God! I feel like I'm in Italy, Kim. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um. So, so authentico. Uh, Italy. Pizza. I'm so hungry. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Kim, we can't. Kim has been fasting. Am I, allowed to, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Her skin looks amazing. Thanks. Your listener. Glowy. Does this involve drinking any like specialty beverages like lemon juice or something? No, no, that's okay. like a diet. That's I'm not on a diet. I'm fasting. I, it's just been water, and I had a, I did have a lemon ginger tea yesterday and today because of the flavor. You have coffee when you're fasting, or no? You can. Some people do, but yeah. I like in my experience, I didn't. I decided not to. In my experience, anytime I have coffee on an empty stomach, I get really sick. So I just didn't want to um, do that. Yeah. And this is, of course, because of the new cult you just joined in Barbados, right? Oh, yeah. Did I not tell you? Well, yeah. not join. I started it. Um, that's great. <laughs> that is some, that's a real good cash opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You make the most money starting the cult. Absolutely. And you get, and you get the most lovers. You get to choose all your lovers. True. From among your flock. And like wild officially, country. what'd you say, Jen? Have you ever seen that documentary, Wild Wild Country? No. Oh, you haven't? No. What's it about? Mm-hmm. Cults? Guys, about a crazy cult. Kim, you have Netflix, right? Yes. You guys have to watch this. It's oh. one of the most insane things I've ever seen. It's about this. He was like a shwami and he moved to Oregon and they started this like community there and they actually um they actually what propagated the the largest biochemical attack in u.s history oh my god why take over the town and they started feuding also the footage is unbelievable they all wore maroon everybody in this cult of all the fucking colors are you kidding me i'm not kidding and what's crazy is this guy and he used to you would know him to see him he had a long beard he would go around in a rolls royce yes 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 you would you would like it would once you saw it you'd be like okay Okay, maybe i am kind of into cults so i i do watch a lot of cult stuff so i'm surprised that i haven't seen this yeah you gotta pick the best and worst aspects so you can run yours yeah, you know, the optimal degree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll look into it for research purposes. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's it's a really it's it's fascinating and totally bizarre. And the footage of people it's so it was like half sort of free love, uh, you know, self actualization. And there are these whole scenes, you know, footage of 
of kind of like these um, incandescently angry hippies, like screaming and then also having like group sex. It's it's really wild. Oh, oh, okay. I'll tune in for the group sex, especially. Yeah, and the the total and the rage. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my hot tip of the day. Wild wow. country. Thank you. Kim, you're gonna get that Rolls Royce. Gotta get that. You gotta, you gotta yeah. get that Rolls Royce. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how a cult would play here. I'm sure there must be some like little fringe groups around here um, that are culty. You said it is religious, right? Very religious. Uh, well, I told you guys about the girl who approached me in the grocery store here. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to piss anybody off, but it was like this splinter sort of christian group it sounds sort of like normal but it's not and she was like well you know the world we don't have much time left and especially barbados it's a tiny vulnerable island in the middle of nowhere and you know you don't want to burn in hell for eternity so she gives me this whole spiel and i'm like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and she's like do you want to come to bible study and i'm like yeah give me your number so then i spam her with like knowledge and history and tell her that she needs to get out of that cult and these are the reasons why it's like yeah sorry i was never coming to your bible study and now she's the first member of your cult. Yeah, but would you like to join my cult? <laughs> you had competing cults. She's your yeah. trusted first lieutenant. Right. Are there any Mormons on the island? Oh, like, I'm sure. Any missionary? Uh, yes, there are actually. And see, I saw them walking just the other day and they're like, white shirts, black pants, yeah. and ties alongside the highway. And it's like, you know, hot as hell. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah, they're everywhere. Wow. I always, whenever I see them in New York, I'm like, good luck, fellas. <laughs> they're so freaking wholesome and scrub looking. It's always so jarring when you see them. It's like, who the? They Amy? all look like Mitt Romneys. They do. They are very like clean shaven and they're starchy white shirts. They're little name tags too. They're all very healthy looking too because they don't partake in a lot of stuff. Oh, they, you know, Any of it, not even coffee. Caffeine. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. They're basically doing fasts all the time. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. clear skin. They all just look like a million also, bucks. They do that funny underwear. Yeah. Oh, have you heard the, the, the breaking news about the, the funny underwear? Is what that is there's it? been no. a major update? In their underwear oh, really? situation. Yeah. So they have some new, much more practical version of the uh, sacred underwear. Are the sacred underwear for wearing just like underclothes all the time? Or is it like for sex purposes or both? All the time. I I don't know about the sex. I, I don't know much about the sex lives of Mormons. Well, um, damn it. Get on that. I only know about the hole in the sheet of Orthodox Jews. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was thinking about. Is that real, though? I, I, I every no time I, I hesitated to even bring that up because I don't actually. I mean, I don't know if that's a real thing or not. People who people who live in in, in Brooklyn, people who lived in Williamsburg, Jen, Jen. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, hello, I seem to be glitching. You are glitching. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, come through with that rural broadband, man. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> you don't know about the sheets, Jen. Oh, when they when they poke each other through the sheet? Yeah. Is that <laughs> yes, you know poke each other. <laughs> yes. God. I'm pretty sure the first time I learned about it was on a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. I yeah, I mean, and I've watched documentaries about Orthodox people and you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, look. Yeah. This is a this is a facts based podcast. So. <laughs> right, and we're just I, um... growing fa- fast and loose with this. PhD in Mormonism, please reach out. Okay. In Orthodox Judaism, we want to know who uses a sheet with a hole in it and who doesn't. Right. I wonder if they and, and send us pictures of hot, muscly Mormon guys in the new design of the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I mean, Mitt Romney is a is is verifiably a good looking older man. 
Yes. See the five that those graying temples right in the right spot. And like the yeah. head full of hair still, but like distinguished gray. Yeah, he's very fit. He's very fit. Yeah. Yeah. Good God, Chen. Uh, what what else? Also, apparently he has a a a, a cutout, like a, a life-size cutout of his wife in his office in Washington because he misses her so much. That's really weird. Isn't it strange? Yeah, extremely. Why doesn't, why doesn't he have one of those real sex dolls made? Of his wife? Who looks just wife. like her, yeah. 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 Maybe if he votes for something I like, I'll, I'll, I'll spring and get him a treat. Um, <laughs> They're like $10,000, Jen, okay, the basic model. I know. And actually, you might only get the like torso and vagina for that. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I could send him like a tiny little one. He's so rich, he can afford it. Man, yes, it's true. Dude. I, I mean, Mormonism is bizarre. I'm sorry if you're a Mormon listener that almost most religious. There it goes bizarre. Utah. Thanks yeah. a lot, Camilo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Salt Lake, come back to us, baby. I, <laughs> SLC is like becoming this like sort of sin, you know. Yeah, yeah. Man of sin lately, so there's concern about that. But, but I will take like a Mormon guy over a freaky evangelical any day like a mike pence who's like mother mother about his you know calling his wife mother yeah that's really like weird. that's that's just beyond the pale for me he's the worst god what a stony that guy like weirdo he's he really is a, a strange character yeah. um all of his dreams seem to be going up in smoke though as the voters soundly reject his like christian the- theocracy oh yeah. what 2024 well you know, they did a referendum in Kansas over whether or not they should take away abortion rights. Oh. And it lost by 30%. They got they crushed. Utterly trounced. Yeah. Modern day politics with the country as yeah. polarized as it is, that is like a landslide unheard of. So this yeah. is a signal to the Democrats that abortion is a major, major issue in the midterms. So, but they'll do nothing. <laughs> no, they they know they're aware, and the Senate. You know, the inflation sucks, but gas prices have gone down a lot. They've gone down yeah. a dollar. They um in the last month. I think so, it'll be a, a wash. My prediction is they'll hold on to the Senate barely, and they'll lose. They'll still lose the House, but I don't think it'll be a bloodbath. Well, what about the talk for twenty twenty four? Trump is officially out with most of the like. Republican top brass like he's not considered viable anymore but like he's probably going to be really tied up in the legal system too at that I mean whether any of the cases will succeed or not but there's so many I really hope so at least like god he it he's so poisonous it's so awful for the for the country uh, like I think that it'll probably be Ron DeSantis and I think if he want run if if he runs against Biden he 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 will win he will win yes I, um, Biden is a very 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 old very feeble very weak candidate at this point he's almost painful to watch speak it is painful to watch I can't watch him because I the whole time I'm like biting my nails like that he's not gonna have some weird malapropism or yeah. or fall or it's yeah. just it's it's stressful it is he's cognitively there's decline there it's to, it's, you, it's I mean, very to, clear to pretend otherwise is to, be, is to be dishonest so i think that i wish his family would say like you know you you got the the country out of out of four more years of donald trump you've done an honorable service and like but please do not run again have you have you seen these new conspiracy theories that are that Biden's now being deep faked? So oh, yeah. somebody like strung together some clips that where he was speaking recently and there's some weird cuts. So they're like, why? They're because just... he's dead or something? Why yeah, would they... yeah, they're saying, yeah, of course he's dead or he's, he's you know, dead, huh? or he's incapacitated in some manner. But I think I'm on record on this podcast saying, which would be awesome if it was just like, um, when was it Woodrow Wilson's wife? Who was it? We've talked about this before. Yeah, who was yeah. running things was, for a long time. Yeah, I want Jill Biden to be running the country. 
from behind the scenes. Would you feel comfortable, Jill Biden, uh, running the country, Jen? No, not really. <laughs> He's a teacher. Would you be co- comfortable with Melania Trump running the country? You know? um, no, but Jill Biden is a teacher. Melania Trump though. doesn't do anything. Um, no, I mean, I, I think, I, I think the fact that we have such an entrenched gerontocracy is so damning. I, it, it, I find it very Soviet, like very Soviet Union pre-collapse because all of their leaders were like these 70 year old apparatchiks and nobody could get, past. you know what I mean? They all like basically ruled until they died. I mean, I find it, I find it very, very strange. I'm like all of the, t- especially, and it's really bad in the Democratic Party. They're all like 75 plus. It's fucking weird, man. Jen, we are a middle-aged podcast. What are you saying? That you should just pack it up at a certain time because you have nothing to offer because wisdom isn't a thing? I think that part of your job as a as leadership is to groom successors and to have enough grace and to like um check on your ego to start like passing the baton on. Yeah, be- but if you like Nancy Pelosi, you wouldn't care that she was fucking like 85 or her. I adore Bernie Sanders, and I think this should be his last term. I think he's a great man. I think he genuinely cares about working class people. Every speech he made from like 30 years ago has aged like a fine wine. I mean, he so was- then why should he uh, I just retire? Think- Here's why. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Part of it is watching my was watching my father age. Um, and he was my father was a very accomplished person, a very smart man and, a, a, a you know, someone I admired tremendously. And when people get that old, they become stubborn, inflexible, um, egotistical, I think partly because their mortality is is very present. Um, and I don't think those are good qualities for leadership. I, 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 I choose not to look at, I mean, politics is a, a whole other ball of wax, but I really choose not to look at aging like that. I don't think that it's inevitable that we go out that way. I think there are ways, I mean, like I'm not taking away from what your personal um, experience was, but at some point, most of us see our parents age and it's, it's uncomfortable, obviously. Um, So I, but I don't, intend to i don't i don't see things that way because i don't want that for myself so if i'm just accepting that that's how aging happens um then why not pack it up like call dr kevorkian when i see it both ways then and then like we're we 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 have much i'll say this like i feel like we have more more self-awareness in some ways you know we're more like in tune with psych- psychological trends, there's mu- there's a little more self-examination. Not always. I'm, I mean, I'm speaking broad- broadly, but I I believe a certain generation of which most of the leadership in this country, like I'm talking about like the top brass, are more closer to my father's generation than, you know, we are. And I think that that generation... Um, ha- I think they share certain qualities that he had. That doesn't mean he wasn't wonderful and curious and many of those things. But I think because your autonomy becomes a little more threatened as you get older, you become much more stubborn. I mean, Diane Feinstein, by all accounts, cannot, does not even know who people are. She has dementia so bad that she's not aware of her surroundings. That's fucking insane. It, it is, but it also speaks to how disengaged her, you know, electorate are that they just keep. Yeah, know, that's the other thing. They just like, whatever. Yes. Incumbent. Bullet, yes. Her, 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 her. Yeah. Like, um, you know, other people need to step in. And when someone is having genuine cognitive decline, say, listen, it's time for you to step yeah. down. Because yeah. you're having cognitive decline, not because you're old. And I see, I see both of your, I absolutely see both of your points. I think it's also very different in the House of Representatives and the Senate because the House needs to be reelected every two years, which is wild. But the Senate then is every six years, which is also kind of wild. You know, I don't know, three years, four years for everybody. 
but I agree. A lot of decline can happen in six yes. years. So I agree with you, Kim, that like aging shouldn't preclude, preclude us from having a satisfying professional life. But I also see Jen's point that these people are making decisions that affect everybody in the country from top to bottom. And they really are out of touch, a lot of them, with the future that younger generations are looking for. So vote them out. Yes, that's the yeah. that's, that's ideally what's supposed to happen. But you're right. There's a lot of uh, apathy at the there's polls. There's a lot of corruption. These people yeah. are massively wealthy. Nancy- and also... Oh, can I add just one last thing? I don't want to let ourselves off the hook because I mentioned recently, statistically, Gen X is the Trumpiest generation. Like more people in Gen X voted for Donald Trump both times than any other generation in percentage. So at one point I thought, oh, when we grow up and we take over the political establishment, everything's going to be different. And apparently where our generation is worse. Okay, but I'm going to make argument that they are partly responsible for that. This country has not been well run under their leadership. The, the who, who are you saying? Who's they? Are you I, talking I, about Gen X? I'm talking about the people who have been in power for 30 fucking years. Sure. I, I'm sorry. I just do not believe this country has been well run. I really who don't. Who thinks that? Nobody thinks that. So why, why would I cheerlead the people who have presided over its decline? I, I, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, advocate for that i'm just saying to like paint it with a broad stroke i believe i think some of the things you're saying are true that generationally they're just different and there's a lot of corruption etc etc but to just say if you're old fuck you i'm not saying (laughs) like you shouldn't be running things i or you shouldn't be you know you have nothing to Offer. I don't believe that. I can't. I can't. Absolutely. I believe in the wisdom of the of of elders. I don't think it's good the the relationship we have to aging in this country. I don't think it's good that we like shove people away as if like it's brave new world and they're not allowed to exist in the world. I'm not like advocating a midsummer like society. We're going to just take a pill when they're like you know sixty-five. Yeah, let's come on, come to the rocks. We got a bat, you know, Uh, we need some mallets and uh, it's time to go. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that I do think there is something very, very damning about the fact that so many of these people are so very old, still in power, won't let it go, won't groom successors and won't admit they haven't done a very good job. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. You know, it would be one thing if we we all had health care, the country was like, you know, fairer that it was functioning well, but it's not. And so part of it is like, I look at their, their leadership and I'm just, I, I just can't, I, I can't cheerlead it. I can't think it was good. You know, I mean, I, and I think this globally, like I look at Europe that's on the verge of like four different cu- countries, be, all about to potentially vote in fascist women, which I think is really interesting. And I'm like, yeah, those places aren't well run either. Like something's going on. That- They've been on that, on that trend for a minute now. At least, I mean, Le, Le Pen's, um, you know. Yeah, I guess he's different. Le Pen. Yeah, it's been like some, uh, some 10, like 15 college. years. Yeah, yeah women. I th- we thought you were going to be cool in politics, man. What happened, man? Women, I mean. I don't know. Well, I we have um, um, Kamala Harris. She, I mean, she's, wow, look at her. She's, she's a, <laughs> basically a... She's like the a West. What if, has a anybody West. heard? Has anybody checked on her? I've heard some. She looks really unhappy. I will say that she looks like she is not. It doesn't look like she wants. It doesn't. It, look like I'm she, sure she's really unhappy. She probably Biden probably does not allow her uh, any sort of like input or doesn't doesn't want her to take like a real role or be a partner i mean people talk about how weak he is but in a way he's so unflappably like just into what he wants to do you know it's also a blood sport right like even though he's cognitively challenged he's still like oh yeah kamala can go to the border you know which is like the worst thing and she goes down there and she's like don't come and every you know half of the like far left flank freaks out and then the right says she's not doing enough like he's given her pretty much the most difficult issues and i think it's interesting like politics it's so fucking ugly man it really is 
Yeah. So and many things happened this week. Like we had a new Beyonce album. Let's talk about the things that matter. I haven't even heard it. Oh, you know what is going on that I've sort of paid attention to is the Alex Jones defamation case. Yeah. Andy Hook. Have mm. you guys been paying attention to that? A little bit. <laughs> Barely. He, he, he did horrible things and said horrible things to these poor parents who lost their kids. He's a psychopath. Well, today they, 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 so he was on the stand and the defense was grilling him and they revealed that his lawyer had sent them by mistake, all of his text messages. So what were in the text messages? He basically had said, I never, like, there's no correspondence. Like, I didn't talk about Sandy Hook. Like, there's all this stuff about his finances. There was a bunch of, basically, it just proved that he's committed massive amounts of perjury. Yeah. You should actually, it's actually, seeing the judge deal with him, she's like, stop lying. This isn't your show. This isn't your show. <laughs> anyway. But yes, Beyonce, how's, how is it, Camilo? Oh, it's, it's hunty and it's cunty. I've been listening That's... a little bit on um, Apple Music. I finally subscribed. Ooh. Kind of awesome because you can actually just say a song and it'll play the song. I thought uh -huh. it was like, it wasn't, I thought it was like a radio situation where you're just waiting. No, you can sure. play whatever you want. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, God. If I'd known, I, I would have. I would have put you into my family circle of Apple Music, but it's full right now. Well, I, I, my, I am my own circle. And, my, <laughs> and, and soon my cult members will be part of that. Um, you could add Jen to your, to your circle. Jen, are you on Apple Music? I am. I, I like Apple listener. Music. Well, I've been listening to some, some of the new Beyonce on Apple Music. I, um, it's, it's dedicated to her late gay uncle. And it's basically mostly a sequence of dance bangers. Dance, like disco, like. But also, yeah, but it's also kind of future-y. Like it's got a very Beyonce spin to it. So it's like there's a nostalgia mixed with a, mo a very modern sound. I it's haven't very heard interesting. all the but very yeah. interesting. It's very fun and it's very danceable for the most. I don't. Part. I feel like she can do no wrong. Like she hasn't for a long time to be on. I mean, I'm not one of the beehive, but no. Apparently, Monica Lewinsky asked her to remove something. She's been asked to remove like five different things. What? Like, is, is there a reference to Monica Lewinsky in one of her songs? Yes. No, no, no. That's from a 2013 track, because because Monica Lewinsky got wind that. Police asked Beyonce to remove a sample of milkshake. From, okay, wait, from the, stop. What okay. does Monica Lewinsky have to do with Khalees okay, or Beyonce? No, that's part B of the thing. Okay, so what happened first is that Khalees said, hey, you're using milkshake sampled without my permission in your new album. Oh, wow. So that Beyonce, they, she removed it and replaced the track without that. So uh -huh. she was very responsive. So then Monica Lewinsky was like, hmm, well, I'm mentioned in a way I don't like in one of your two. Okay, that's what I was tracks. saying to You never said that. Like, why? I, like, because I'm, I'm trying song. to tell you the story in sequence. So it makes sense. Okay, but you needed it's to start chronological with sequence. in a song. It blamed Jen. It's, it's She's the no, one who said Monica sorry. Lewinsky first. It's trying to be relevant. So Monica Lewinsky is jumping on the, hey, can you remove my name from your... What's the reference? What song? I have to know. I don't know. All I know is it's two thousand. Can you can you track. can you text our intern? Intern? Okay. Uh, yes. Let's try this. Okay. Tina Q. Um, um, we talked to her about the constant smoke breaks um, and her lack of availability, and hopefully oh. she can redeem herself. So we're just gonna give her. A it would probably be easier for me to just Google this than like text it to somebody no. else. No. Why, when we have our very own, own intern, I'm sure she'd love to do it. So we'll wait for her response. I'm sure it will be snappy. Lord. Okay, in the meantime, we have to um, we have to switch to our topic du jour. Yes, the topic du jour. Qu'est-ce que c'est? This is a song for a random feature. 
What's it about? Whatever we feel like. Might remind you of your middle school teacher. With info that's useful? Uh, nah. Psych. All right, so I wanted to go down memory lane because I think mm -hmm. we are, if not the first, one of the first generations to really jump onto social media. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it would be fun to think about, talk about, reminisce about the glory days of joining a social media platform to connect with your friends and loved ones. And I think actually back in the day, it was only your friends. Like your aunt was not on Friendster. You'd be horrified. You'd, yeah, yeah. You'd, be, you'd probably be horrified. Yeah. Okay, I, ha I, ha I have an update here. Tina's on it. Tina's on oh, it. Oh, yes, Tina. Okay. And uh, I, I was just wondering if you recalled like what the first, what was the first social interacting kind of platform that you engaged with? It's all kind of a blur. Um, we were talking, I remember uh, MySpace very well. I probably still have a MySpace profile out there, which is kind of scary. I mean, have you guys thought about this? Did you close your Friendster profile, your MySpace profile? It's probably floating out there in space somewhere, looking very uh, 1999 or whatever. It's kind of scary. Yeah. I have I have a, a response, a very prompt response from uh, you know breaking news here from Tina. Oh great, let's That's hear true. it. It's it's partition. Partition, good job. Partition. Good job. We're gonna so, double your pay, Tina. Too. Um, <laughs> double her pay. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at the lyrics right now. Um, keep talking, vamp, please, vamp. Okay. Oh, vamping. Yeah. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Oh yeah. Peas and carrots, peas and carrots. That's what they used to tell you to do when, when your school play. Uh, I did it. Yes. Yeah. When, when you're in a group of people, but you're not supposed to be heard, but you're supposed to sound, okay. look like you're actually talking Having about a deep conversation. Okay, yeah. are, we, are we ready for these lyrics? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now my mascara running, red lipstick smudged. Oh, he's so horny. Yeah, he wanna fuck. You bucked all my buttons. He ripped my blouse. You Monica Lewinsky'd all over my gown. Oh my God. That's really I had no idea. And I've heard that song. That's so funny. But that's and funny. God, everybody needs to fucking lighten up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Come on. Well, why, and why did he Monica Lewinsky? I know. He could have been Bill Clintoning. Yes. Right? That, how, what are the logistics? Well, that's no, maybe, maybe it's like. Maybe she's saying that like Monica like also had a big oh you know what I mean? Okay, but nobody Ed, knows about that. Report? What? Yeah, they do from the Star Report. Remember the Star Report? Oh, yeah, cool. no, but we only heard about the the dress. Yeah. No, in the Star Report. Don't you remember the part about the cigar? The cigar, yes. Yes, but you, she she's referencing like the blue dress in this song, which has Bill Clinton's DNA on it. Yes. True, true, true. Remember when Jeffrey Epstein had a picture of Bill Clinton in the blue dress? <laughs> God. Yes. yes. In his what? Yeah, he had all kinds of fucking he had a picture of a painting of Bill Clinton in the blue dress with a pair of heels and like uh pearls on. And it was like an oil, a huge oil painting. <laughs> yeah. Art. Strange. Oh Very my God. Strange. To be yeah. rich. Uh, and so strange. Um, <laughs> okay. So back to, um, for me, Friendster was one that I, I just, I think the gays really took to Friendster. It just, it became a, a queer hub and you had to have your Friendster profile. I mean, I think the gays immediately are like moths to a flame if they figure out this is some kind of platform where I can meet people to, you know. Be friendly with? Interact with, yes. <laughs> How did you guys, I have such vague memories of it. I know, I don't I remember. Remember it was gray, like instead of blue. Also, I re I'm, I realize how ugly like Facebook looks with that stupid blue. It looks like Microsoft like software. Yeah, that's very. It really scary. does. It's like, very but that's what that's what I was saying. That's why I love MySpace. You could do sparkly star backgrounds that move and play Van Halen in the background while like people are writing and 
50 different colors on your page. Like, I miss that. Messy as hell. Looks so cool, though. Camilo called it a design nightmare, but it was fun. Yeah, I am. Um, MySpace. I, I, I know that it was a place to, like, find new, but cool bands and music. Yes. Uh, so I know that I would, thing. I know that I would troll it for that. And I'm sure we knew somebody in college who had a MySpace, MySpace page. I had a MySpace page. Everybody had a MySpace page. You didn't have a MySpace no, page? No, no, that was, I was in the Friendster realm. Uh, it, it, it no, I mean, like... everybody had a MySpace page and then they had a Friendster page. I did not have a MySpace page, guys. You didn't? No, I did. I did not. Everybody except for Jen and Camilo had a MySpace page. I, um, I just, I remember distinctly being so aesthetically offended by it. I'm like, <sighs> I loved it. I loved all the flashy, the, the, nothing is, everything is so static on, on Facebook. Like you said, <laughs> it looks like Microsoft, like login page. Yeah. Like it's so boring. Uh, yeah. Friendster was like, definitely. I mean, Facebook definitely rated Friendster, even up, you know, down to the color scheme. We have down to the nitty gritty. What was the first dating app you were on? Oh God, that's hard to remember. I mm. was on a lot of them. So define, many of them. Define it. You mean a platform that is specifically geared toward dating, not some kind of like message board that also kind of doubled as? Yeah. Oh, interesting. No, I'm talking about like OkCupid. Okay uh, OkCupid, okay Nerve, Match. No, I was never on Match because I was like offended by their politics. But no. definitely okay. Hold on. The politics of Match? Yes. You mean the politics of... Uh, eHarmony. eHarmony, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I was I was probably on Match. It was eHarmony that I wasn't on. Well, um, harmony is how I met my husband. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's how so many people I know met their husbands. No, I know. For real? It actually works. I think my brother met his wife on eHarmony, I think. God bless eHarmony. Okay, let's hear it for eHarmony. Okay, so... So, so us the gays had something called Adam for Adam. I remember that. Is it still around? That's a really great question. Tina! Tina! <laughs> No, I'm not going to make her look for Adam. I'll do it myself. There are limits. Oh my God. You need to get up on that. It's like Adam for Adam V.2. Wow. It's a bunch of men in underwear wearing. As God intended. But all of the Adam, all of the underwear is Adam for Adam branded. Mm hmm. Okay, so it's browse, chat, meet. So you were so you were on Adam for Adam. Um, there was also manhunt.com, which was considered the like aggressively sexual marketplace. Was that before Grinder? Oh yeah. And is Grinder well still before going Grindr. strong? I don't know how strong Grinder is going. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's a no. It's still it's, it's still, still a thing. thing. It's still a thing. Then sort of scruff came along and stole some of Griner's thunder, mm-hmm. which was scruff was meant to be for the, let's say, more hirsute community. Sure, bears, bears otters, otters. And, and friends. But it kind of siphoned off. It became like the place to be. So it kind of siphoned off all kinds of... So uh, now I see why you wanted to talk about this. There were a lot of gay dating app offerings early on, right? Yeah. That, like, straight people did not partake of like hang, hang on hang on i originally said i wanted to talk about social media early yeah, social right, media platforms, and jen's the one who all as yeah. always brings the sex up i mean Look, that's good. all that's on her mind that's right pervy jen already <laughs> pervy right. jenny that's okay <laughs> i was on okay cupid and had two of the worst dates of my life off of that site really Oh, yes. Including the worst sex of my life. It was so bad. It made me feel sick physically. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry. Did really, you tell me about it at the time? I wonder. Be talking about this on the air. What am I doing? <laughs> Please, Camilo, beep that. <laughs> Anything for her fans, you guys. Yeah. Oh, God, go tell you, haven't, you haven't provided any details, so I don't think you... Exactly. I will do it off the air, but I will tell you about the date. I have told you about this, Kim, because he was a man who ma- ate 
fish dinner with his hands. Oh God, yes. <laughs> like he's disgusting. And yeah. I immediately went home and destroyed that my profile. And I was like, <laughs> fuck this. Fuck all these people. I will live with 99 cats. <laughs> so if anybody's gonna eat fish like that, it's gonna be one of my like 100 kitty cats. I would <laughs> on another date. I was so mad. This was almost as bad as when you and I went up to Inwood to oh, go to the yeah. housewarming party of the guy I rented an apartment to. And I was like, he's so cute. He's so cute. And halfway through the party, you sat down and you're like, and you and I and Gabe were the only people at the housewarming party. <laughs> and Kim sits down and she's like, he's a friend of Dorothy's. And I was like, what? <laughs> Friend of Dorothy. <laughs> Kim, where oh. did you pick up that? I thought that was a cruise ship only thing. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's that's cla classic, um, you know. Okay, for the listeners who don't know. Parlance. Yeah. yeah. A, uh, a friend of Dorothy is a homosexual. Yeah, I've had some humiliating experiences out of dating. But out. we all have. That's so true. many. I have so many I've forgotten, like more than some people have dated probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the thing that became humiliating is that when I would be, I'd get tired of one dating site, so I'd be on another, but it'd be all the same fucking people. And, and you kind of like recycle the people and they'd reach out to you and not remember you. And it's just like, oh God, I've been on here too long way too long so that that got a little demoralizing but i mean i had so many dates maybe maybe hundreds you know lots you know, of dates one thing i will say i think it was the first time and i wonder if well, i'm curious about the first time you guys were on facebook but one thing i did notice about online dating is that people were far more charming and delightful um in writing yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, because all the poorly, like, in-person, poorly socialized people came out of the woodwork for these social media and dating platforms. Sure, and a lot of them are good writers. Yeah. And witty and, like, very charming in print. Yeah. So I remember really being kind of, like, struck by that. Whereas I feel like on Facebook, people who I think are very charming and, like, lovely in life sometimes online are, like, terrifying they're <laughs> abrasive and weird and yeah um, bitter and bitter, yeah and yeah like, it's really revealing in a weird way when was the first time you guys were on facebook i remember it was like around two it was like back in our our theater company days yeah and yeah. because i remember I remember posting pictures of Scotland. Yeah. Of our trip to, uh, you took them, by the way, one of your artistic photo sets. Thankfully, I was not, you know, unconscious for any of them, but they were <laughs> taken in some Scottish alley somewhere. Um, <laughs> I think those were literally the very first pictures and Jen took them. I remember being a bit of a holdout because I was so resentful. I'd spent so much time curating my Friendster page Oh, and it was just one of those things where it's like now I have to rebuild, you know, remake all of these connections on a new thing. Oh, yeah. such a chore. And it feels like that's going to be the reality also in a few years when we all turn our backs on Facebook. Oh, no, you'll never get off Facebook. We're old sirs. Come on, like Facebook forever. Because. I don't know if you followed this, but Facebook is wanting to have its main page be like TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And sort of relegate. Yeah, it's. You told me that. Yeah, it's Breaking like news. social feed to like a hidden tab. Um, For the oldsters like us. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will say sayonara to that. You think? I'm curious. Yeah, I'm really curious if at some point the U.S. will ban TikTok. I think it's coming. I think I think it's so weird that it hasn't been. Like honestly, I've said that before on this podcast. Like that's the power are we just like China just letting China like infiltrate all the youth of America. Like no one sees any problem with that. I think it's I think it's bad. I mean, I, I do think, think at this point it's a multinational company though. It's like barely a Chinese company anymore. 
but, but what do they do with the data? What do they, you know, it's true. like, it, it's, it, it's, that's not true. There's a ton of reporting about how much influence actually bite, it's called bite dance, how much control the Chinese state has over it. I do think they'll ban it. Kim, I, think, I think tensions will get bad enough that they will eventually, they will end up banning it. Kim, I'll tell you what they do with the data. Yeah. They, they show you even more curated, more entertaining videos that you're craving to see. That's what they, that's what they're doing with the data. I'm not on TikTok talk so i i i must be just out of the age range where i find it so fascinating that people are doing the same dances the the same like low energy low skill dances for 20 seconds for views i don't find it i'm not gonna lie i think i was on uh, looking at tiktok for like 45 minutes nonstop today last weekend no (laughs) I was just mesmerized because my algorithm is getting better and better at showing me what I want to see. Maybe that's what, well, I'm not on it. So, I yeah. mean, I've, I've clicked yeah. on something like you wouldn't watch TikTok videos without having the app, like a limited amount. Um, I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen TikTok videos on Twitter yeah. and stuff, but once you go in there and you start liking a couple things, then it starts for refi- I mean, if you go into TikTok raw, it's raw. horrifying. Bareback. Yeah. It's horrifying because it's just it's just showing you what is most popular, which is just teenage influencers like screaming at the camera or whatever. And you're like, turn it off, turn it off. But once it starts to figure out what you want to see, it's you know, and that's why it's allegedly the best algorithm out there. It can become really addictive. I can see how it could become really addictive, especially when it really knows you. Scary. Not for me. I, I, a student showed me and I felt mentally ill looking at, I just was yeah. like this. But that's the, fine. that's the thing. It's, it's like the Marvel multiverse. Like there's multiverses in it, you know, like what, what a lot of people are looking at has nothing to do with what a lot of people are, you know, are looking at, you know, people are just maybe looking at people making pies. Other people are looking at people making pies and then sm- smashing them on somebody's face. I don't know. It's just like, it's a, there's Sitting so many. Them sitting on them. There's so many ecosystems in there once you realize. Oh, God, you guys. I know. We got to wrap it up. It's been a long day. Long story short, buy some stock in TikTok. (laughs) Right. I wonder how much their market share would go down if um, the U.S. does ban them. I just read that uh, there's a country, uh, the no, it's not the Congo. It's another African country is threatening to ban Facebook if they don't um, put more restrictions on hate speech prior to their election because it's... Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I think they should. I mean, if I... I I wish they would ban American tech companies. I don't know. I think it's made the world a lot worse. That's my hot take. Yeah. Facebook sucks. All right. What else else is hot? You know what else is hot? We had show notes from last week. That's right. Show notes are back. Okay, show notes. Where are the show notes? Show We're notes not in on, the show notes, though. Show notes, on, show notes. Yeah, you're right. Show notes, maybe. Just look for our show notes on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. And, Everywhere but the actual show notes. But good uh, job. Uh, <laughs> the, th- the problem is on the actual show notes in the episode update uh, link, I can't add photos and stuff. So I can't yeah. add like, the fun things we're talking about. So if you want to see like photos of some of the things we talk about or screenshots, whatever, check our quote unquote show notes on the on the recently derided made up platforms, Facebook and Instagram. Exactly. That we just raked over the coals. But if you listen <laughs> to our last episode, the two hander with Camilo and I, while Jen was out gallivanting being movie star, you oh yeah that. Uh, Camilo referenced his uh, Marie Kondo t-shirt drawer, and so it is worth a look. I was quite impressed with the symmetry and neatness. Awesome. I, and I appreciate that coming from somebody whose closet looked like an A-bomb had gone off in it yes. every time I looked in there. That's true. <laughs> I'm much better now. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you want to have uh, get fun perks like our Keep It Perky t-shirt, you can donate. Donate. Donate? Do, do, do donate uh, to our Patreon at Halfway There, the podcast. 
And if they want to comment on anything that we've said today, what should they do? They should email us at halfway there, the podcast at gmail.com. Guys, just before we sign off, I have some breaking news. Okay. Good. This is from, you know, Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Yes. Jennifer Coolidge. I slept with 200 people. Thanks to American pie milf roll. There's hope for all of us. <laughs> that is breaking news. I don't know what to do with okay. that. We kept it light, Camilo. Are you happy? And the question is all at once or one at a time or like <laughs> all at once. Groups. <laughs> all at once. Definitely and 200. Of course, it's in the people. New York Post, which is like truly the purveyor of all the most delicious trash. <laughs> Here, let me just read you the first. Her role earned her more than a check. Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge has revealed she slept with 200 people due to her infamous role in the 1999 movie. Good for her. Yeah, great. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope it brought her the joy that is on display in her role in uh, the white orchid, white blossom, white lotus. Yeah, white lotus. Yeah. That's right. I got a lot of play. I can't do her. Uh, she, yeah, her voice. she was so yeah. beloved in the white lotus that she's the only character being brought back for season two. Oh, really? Uh-huh. I thought everybody was fabulous. In they it. were. But yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. MILF's rule. Jennifer Coolidge, who keeps it more perky? No, no one's more perky than <laughs> she is. I actually, I'm thinking about her, her star turn in Clueless oh, as yeah. the kind mm-hmm. of hapless trailer park kind of um, downtrodden girlfriend who tells, what's her name? Whatever the lawyer. Oh, Alicia blonde. Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. No. Share. Share. Legally blonde. Legally blonde. Oh, you're talking about. All right. Damn Oh my God, the senility. L Woods. Um, anyway, L Woods. Yes, bend and snap. That's what I was getting to. You know what? If we had Tina here in the room with one of us, <laughs> Tina could save us from. And me in particular from referencing random movies when I met other random movies. Anyway, Bend and Snap, super perky. That was Jennifer Coolidge, I'm pretty sure. It is. It absolutely is. Keep it perky. Keep it perky. Bye. Bye. This has been Halfway There, but it's also the end. The end of this episode of Halfway There. You get it.